0: There's no no documentation anywhere saying that Mode 7 is the final, the ultimate mode.
1: I think that uh, Nintendo would like us to believe that it's the ultimate mode, though.
2: I'm Alex Jaffe, and I am hosting today the Best Competitive Games of All Time edition of the Insert Credit Podcast. Uh, joining me is Dive Kicker, Tim Rogers.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's me.
2: Counter-Striker, Brandon Sheffield. Camper striker Martin. Marlenick. And sitting in for Frank Sipaldi, Avalanche Studios' Pac-Man Battler Royale, Robert Meyer. Pac-Man
0: Battler Royale. Heck yeah, yo.
2: You guys can call me Frank Cifaldi, Thanks,
0: okay. Evpaldi. Uh, uh, so, if you've listened, can we to call you Mama Brier?
3: <laughs> uh, you, sure.
0: That's that's what your name would be
2: in the fiction of our show. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, essentially what we do with these shows is I collect votes from the listeners, and uh, I take the top twenty vote getters, and we go through them uh, one by one, and we say, "Oh, this is better than this last game." Not as good as this last game And eventually we have a uh, crazy ranked list At the very end uh, But this time I'm switching things up a little Keeping it fresh Oh, heck now, yeah! Because this is the uh, competitive games edition I've set it up like a Tournament style bracket uh, So there are 16 games And I've paired them off And we're going to spend 6 minutes discussing Each uh, matchup of 2 games To determine which of those 2 is the better game Oh Once that sounds like a thing once we get through those eight, we'll go through the remaining four, then the remaining two, and we will crown the champion. Uh, so six minutes for each of the initial rounds, and one minute for every round after that, because at that point we'll have uh, discussed most of what there is to say about each game. Does that sound good to everybody? Sounds yeah. all right.
3: Sounds all good. All
2: right. Uh, then, in that case, our first competitors for the title of Best Competitive Game of All Time, as <laughs> voted on by our listeners... Are Street Fighter three third strike, oh, and Mario Kart Double Dash.
0: Oh man, Street Fighter wow. three third strike wins that one.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm afraid it does. Although Double Dash does have, it's got some fun stuff. It's it's still got that rubber banding in it. Yeah,
0: you know what it's got? It has a uh, that's in its favor is it has two dashes. So I actually
1: like that.
3: Double Dash has some like fun non-racing modes in it too that are kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, battle mode games.
3: Street Street Fighter. Fighter.
1: Street Fighter only got as far as one dash in any of their uh, in any of their games. Remember, there was that which uh, there was a front
0: dash and a back dash. Yeah, that's two dashes. I guess. Whoa, there you go. It has three strikes and two dashes. Well,
3: don't forget the focus attack dash cancel. That's the third dash. Focus attack
0: is Street Fighter Four.
3: Yeah, I know. Or just, I thought we were talking about franchise. Well, we were talking nope. about franchise, so he's right. Yeah, we no, he's right. Are we talking anyway, about franchise? We are not oh, okay, talking
2: about yeah. franchise, otherwise no, I would have said no, street. Not the no, no, we
0: no,
1: no, no, we no. are not, but we were
2: brandly. That's
1: the Brandon
0: was 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 uh interjecting Wow uh, I, I I actually I forgot an English phrase there. I wanted to say the English equivalent of katteni, and I don't know what that is. So anybody any Japanese speakers in the audience? Uh, I had a long conversation today on the phone in Japanese, so I guess I wasn't thinking in English.
1: I heard of that language. Right. Brandon
0: Brandon Kantheny Brandon was talking about the series instead yeah. of the uh, the game. All the right. thing
3: we're discussing right now is the best competitive game, not just the best multiplayer game, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. yeah so Street Fighter Third Strike, better competitive game than Mario Kart Double Dash. I think we yeah, because a- Mario Kart Double Dash
0: got. Has got rubber banding and all that garbage. Yeah,
1: yeah, we agree. for sure. And also,
0: what's that thing with having two people in the car? I don't understand that. What kind of sick thing is that? What is it's that? A it's a
1: You've gimmick. You've seen the initial D. There's one person that's uh, telling them, mapping the courses and being like, "There's a curve coming up." And the other yeah, person's doing the Mario Kart. It's like
0: it's like Waluigi standing on the back of the car, going whoa, <laughs> like throwing shells at people. It's like it's yeah. not even. It's it's not even like a thing. I'm kind of curious. Not, not even a thing.
3: Is, are these games uh, seeded like one through sixteen on most votes, and this is seed one versus seed sixteen?
2: That's exactly what's going on, Robert Meyer. I'm wow. sure Jaffe looked dad.
0: up, uh, used the uh, used his available resources to do the best possible ranking. Oh yes. Yeah.
1: What's next?
2: Uh, oh we're, we're already moving on we're huh? done with that well one? I mean
1: well, we can we don't have to be done but I mean it's so obvious yeah we
2: could, that's uh, obvious we talk
3: about the games but we well, can, the decision is can, made
2: I guess we can talk I like more, Street Fighter 3 I, I guess we can talk about more uh, more about third strike in the next round yeah uh, I like oh oh yeah uh, well in the next uh, round of rounds uh, this next uh, fight, this next competition is between NBA jam tournament edition and like that one. the out foxies.
0: Oh, NBA Jam Tournament Edition is better than the Outfoxies as a competitive game.
2: Yeah, I
1: enjoy playing the Outfoxies more, but as a competitive, well, the yeah, Outfoxies no, it,
0: is is a good game idea that uh, is way too slot machiney way too yeah. amusement i mean the japanese word amusement that they they use to talk about it it's way too much of a carnival ride sort of game when uh, there's there's not rubber banding in it there's worse than rubber banding it's like what do you even call it it's
1: yeah like a bag I, of, well, a bag I mean, of like, gumballs
0: or something it's just you don't really it's just so loose and slinky like as you play it that you can't really the competition's not focused
1: also where you where you show up after when you respawn is, like they didn't they didn't fix that problem at that time. They had they didn't really know how to how to solve that situation, and uh, that that is for me that's the biggest detriment to that series being competitive, um, and it is it is also mechanically looser than it's slinky like uh, yeah. So I guess yeah I I guess I'm gonna have to agree ultimately with NBA Jam being the one. I have a slinky here.
3: I've never played the Outfox. I basically have no idea what it is. I know it was kind of an arcade Namco thing. Have Uh, you played
0: uh, any sort of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Elevator
1: Action or whatever? Elevator
0: Action, Elevator Action Returns. It's like Elevator Action Returns or Rolling Thunder, but looser and more slinky-like. It's just... uh, they knew that they were making a competitive game, and they tried to make it a little bit fairer. Yeah. A little bit harder. Yeah. By, and by making it fair, they made it hard to get good at. Well, Instead like, of in Mario Kart, they made... In Mario Kart, for example, they made it easier to be bad at. Yes. Whereas uh, in OutFoxies, they're making it hard to be good at. It's yeah, just, the, it's just the, loose, and, and it's visually noisy. It's uh, it's just got a whole bunch of stuff going on, and all these modern side-scrolling jumping, attacking you know games like Samurai Gun or whatever Towerfall are, are um, the same spirit, but they're just better. I know that game.
1: Um, they they used luck to try to balance the game, which is not a good tactic. Yeah.
0: well,
3: it's like a whole game, game made sometimes
1: up. Sometimes be kind of good. But, no, it can uh, It can be. be. Well, I should say it wasn't. It wasn't the way that they tried to implement it was not destined for success.
0: It's just, you know the stumble mechanic in Super Smash Bros. Uh, brawl? Yeah. It's uh, it's just all that, basically. It's like everything is like that. And it's... Uh, Pretty
3: annoying sounding. Yeah, it's
0: but it's it emasculating.
1: It is fun, It is It is
0: fun. It is fun, it is, it is fun. It is fun for, like, an, a long enough time for you to wish that you just had a straight-up Rolling Thunder 2, like...
1: Yeah, game that was
0: on one screen.
1: Rolling Thunder. We, we
0: got to make that. Is a uh, if Porter or Kerwin, if either of you guys are listening and can prototype that right now, please. Let's 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 get on it. Just Rolling Thunder two, except you're trying to kill each other.
1: Soling red. It's on one screen.
0: But uh, I want to say NBA Jam Tournament Edition is one of my absolute favorite competitive games, and uh, uh, definitely the game that I made video ball uh, in my image to replace. Uh, I decided. My idea for video ball was uh, I want a game that's better than NBA Jam Tournament Edition. So I think it's a really, really good game. It's uh it's the high goal, and uh, I you can get really good at it. There's some weirdness in it, uh, but it's it's really good and focused and sharp and hard, and I love it.
1: It's got big head mode. And it's got big head mode. Yeah, it's it's big head mode. so and it's got
0: it's got Bill Clinton in yeah, it. Yeah,
1: Bill Clinton's right in there.
0: Okay, and uh, the, uh, all it doesn't have Michael Jordan, so that's too bad. But uh, like the worst thing, uh, uh the, all the new NBA jams uh, suck. I thought NBA Hangtime was all right. Wasn't uh, there
2: a special yeah. edition of NBA Jam Tournament Edition that was made for Michael Jordan that had Michael Jordan in it?
0: No. What am I thinking? I think, of? You're, th- I think you're thinking Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City where Michael Jordan uh, fights dudes.
1: You're thinking of Shaq Fu. No, yeah, maybe I'm, Shaq talking, Fu.
2: I'll,
1: I'll, I'm looking this up. Okay, I'm really sad I, I that
3: Shaq Fu Too is not Shack
1: Two, by the way. Yeah, Stu or Stuke <laughs> is what I was hoping for. Stuke, Stuke Foo. Oh yeah. Oh
0: oh heck yeah. I'm really upset that Costume Quest Two isn't Costume Quest. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Quest. <laughs> Here we go. From Wikipedia, a limited edition version of the game with additional team composed of Gary Payton and Michael Jordan was developed primarily for Jordan and Payton's personal use.
0: Well, there you go. But I didn't get to play that. That's pretty
2: cool.
0: That's not my NBA Jam Tournament Edition. I also want to say, of all the games in the world, NBA Jam Tournament Edition was the only one I feel like I mastered. As far as competitive games go. I was really, really, really good at it. Like, amazingly good. And there was a lot of tough competition because my brother was in high school and his his friends all wanted to play it. They came over and we multi-tapped it and played it a lot and I got good enough to beat everybody. And they were really good at it too. So it was like kind of an arcade in our home. And that's why the arcades died because we had... NBA Jam Tournament Edition on a big TV in my parents' house.
2: But fortunately, competitive games live on, uh, as at least one of the next games in this round uh, is going to demonstrate. Let's s- Super Street Fighter II Turbo versus oh. Pokemon, let's say, X and Y. Oh,
1: Pokemon.
2: man. Pokemonks and Pokemon-y. Pokemon yeah. Y.
0: Pokemon, Fox, Pokemon yeah. Y. Oh, Hello. yeah.
1: Oh yeah, um. Uh, well, I think you know, like, I almost wanted to qualify a Pokemon. Pokemon. It, like, is that kind of a joke? Because I, I understand that you can, you can, I guess you can, you can be really good at it by collecting them all and evolving them and things, but. So, Ultimately, it's 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 still rock, paper, scissors, but it's just ground it, against the rock oh,
2: forever. You are yeah. scraping the surface, Brennan. There is a lot
1: yeah, of... Yeah, there's... You're,
0: you. you yeah, there's... I mean, okay, I'm going to go ahead and admit, I beat Pokemon Red, you know? I was 18 years old when Pokemon Red came out, okay? You know, so I wasn't... Uh, I was... I You know, I was getting, getting to the age where I was starting to feel ashamed of games. But I played through Pokemon Red, and I was like, Man, there's a lot of stuff in here. And uh, yeah, then I played a lo- I never fi- I never finished Gold. I never finished any of the Pokémon's after that. I started every Pokémon thinking, "I'll play this one and then I've never finished any of them." But man, I look at some of the stuff they put in Pokémon's and Pokemoney and uh, there's how many I don't know. Do you know about this Rob Meyer? How many how many Pokémons can you have in a battle? There's like aren't there like are there 3 on 3 battles now or is it still just 2 on 2?
3: I don't know. I thought you could do 5 on 5. Can you?
0: Yeah. Oh man.
2: Yeah. That okay. is it. Five on five, Jaffe. Uh, so in special circumstances, yes.
0: So there's a whole lot of stuff where you can have. Imagine you've got six Pokemons and you got to beat somebody else's six Pokemons, and there are hundreds of the god darn things with yeah. hundreds of different abilities. Well, so, you see, that's,
1: that's my problem right there. Is that okay? So St- Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, you got all the characters and you can be good at them or not good at them, and then you win or lose. And then Pokemons, Pokemoney you have to have already played for 60 hours of grinding to that find is true. That to is even true. get yeah. to your characters. That does not a better competitive game make.
0: Yeah, that. and also, also it is messy. It's, it's it's messy and noisy, but can you imagine, Rob Meyer, for example, I know you've yeah. played League of Legends, can you imagine a game of, of League of Legends uh I mean, let's go ahead and say psychopathic, uh, sociopathic focus,
3: mm-hmm. like
0: the amount of math that they've done. They've done psychotic amounts of math. Can you imagine if somebody did that to a Pokemon like game, and you had 700 monsters with uh, these stats just all calculated out? That would probably be Pretty cool. You could have it, tournaments of that. And it could be
3: kind of cool. I mean, League of Legends is sort of almost getting to the amount of stuff and trivia that. It you sure have is. To yeah, it's got a bunch of biz in there. Yeah,
0: there's a whole Divo darn bunch.
3: money, but I, I I like it a lot. I don't know. I think it's kind of weird because you probably have to play a lot more of six than sixty hours of Street Fighter Two Turbo to be competitive at it.
0: That is yeah, true as well. Yes,
3: you, but the the, the playing, playing field like is thinning every time. Yeah.
0: Pokemon, meanwhile, has uh, a lot of reading attached to it. There's a lot of uh, a lot of reading stuff and mm-hmm. uh, really reading, you know,
3: like reading your opponent. You mean?
0: Yeah, well, reading uh, reading your opponent, knowing your opponent, uh, knowing all your Pokemon, reading all the stuff about the Pokemon, reading websites where people talk about the Pokemon, uh, just kind of getting in that culture. Same thing with League of Legends. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, I think Street
3: Fighter, Street Fighter is kind of like the ultimate game about reading your opponent. It's just you're doing it a lot of times a second in in the same round right away. Yeah, oh yeah.
1: So I you think we agree. probably agree that Street uh, Super Street Fighter Two Turbo is the winner of this.
2: Uh, yes, Street yeah, I guess Battle. it is. I guess it is, but uh, you but, know. I but I don't agree that Pokemon uh, warrants a disqualification. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I just want to say I that.
1: retract, I retract that statement. <laughs> I uh, apologize. Yeah, for there's definitely
0: up. real. See, the problem is, uh, Pokemon's just not polished enough for them to put it on TV the way they put League of Legends on TV. Nintendo wants to save themselves. Uh, they gotta do something like that. Right. So
3: Jeff, you, you, know, you said that Dark Souls PVP was not allowed on this list, but Pokemon X and Y is. Can you explain that?
2: Um, because Dark Souls is uh, there's kind of a uh, it, it, the uh, ha- yeah. hazy <laughs> the line of where the first player ends and the and the multiplayer begins is a little hazier in Dark Souls than it is in Pokemon. Pokemon's Pokemon. all about end game. Fair enough. Pokemon's, Pokemony. Right. Yeah.
1: I was just curious. Yeah.
2: yeah, you you can have a Pokemon tournament. You can't really have a Dark Souls tournament.
1: Probably good. Uh... Yeah, you could find a way, but it wouldn't be as as, yeah. Uh, as clean.
2: Yeah, it's not built for that. Correct.
3: Well, there is like that weird stuff in the DLC. There's like these weird deathmatch modes in the Artorias of the Abyss DLC, but I've yeah, never but, really played but that.
2: But that's a mode of a game. That's getting a little nitpicky. Sure. All right. Sure. Anyway, uh, our next uh, our next bracket is Dota 2 and Samurai Gun.
0: Oh man. Oh, Dota 2. That's Where a really is. difficult and weird match. Um, it is. Man, I'd say Dota 2. Because I don't like the way the camera moves in Samurai Gun.
3: Despite wearing a Samurai Gun t-shirt right now, I'm going to to say Dota 2 as well. Drop
0: the hammer, Rob Meyer.
1: Drop the hammer. For myself, who uh, has not played Dota 2 due to a relative lack of interest in the mechanics of it, um, I'm also going to probably agree... Even uh, I, I think it's a more interesting competitive game uh, than Samurai Gun, but Samurai Gun is the game I would much rather play.
0: See, I, I kind of man, I don't want to diss Samurai Gun because I think Samurai Gun's god darn fantastic. But uh, there's all these levels in Samurai Gun, and uh, yeah. some of them has this camera just kind of it's the the camera kind of moves around like a like a drunk person is holding it. It's like you have no idea why it's following who it's following. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I like yeah, the rest done, of the game.
3: I've done more watching of Samurai Gun than I have playing. I've played it like for about five minutes. But the watching it is kind of uh, hard at, for the reason you pointed out and also for reasons that uh, my friend and teacher Charles Pratt has written about, about why it's kind of hard to watch Samurai Gun.
0: because it's It's, yeah. Meanwhile, Dota 2 is kind of Kind of, uh, you know, well, I mean, there's this broadcasting culture around these MOBA games. So, like, I mean, they're made with the intention of being broadcast. Dota yeah. 2 has one level. I like that. Mm-hmm. One goddarn level. Isn't that great? It is. Are they ever going to make yeah. another one? Probably not. I mean, why would they? Yeah, I mean, also, they have
3: spin enough maps, but, yeah, there's the one main map.
0: Also, if, you, if you want, like, the ultimate endorsement that... uh. I think this would mean something to Brandon. Uh, yeah, Dota mean. 2 is the only game that Michael Bro plays, he told me. It's that literally is, literally the
1: only game he has played in the last year. That is interesting and surprising. I will say yeah, he,
0: he says it's the most beautifully designed game he's ever played.
3: I I don't know if League of Legends is going to be on this list. I probably shouldn't probably. start talking about it yet, but I do think I, it's, think I like I like it a little bit more than Dota 2, but we can maybe dig into that. Um, yeah, we can get that's into that that's
0: later an exciting uh, conversation to have. So we'll, we will probably have that. that I reckon
2: we're gonna have that conversation. All right. um, what is it? Our next bracket. If we're ready to move on, unless we want to actually talk about Samurai Gun a little, because nah. be in
1: the
0: next round. I, Samurai Gun's okay.
2: Uh, it's fun. I, I, okay, I'll, a, I'll say
1: a couple things, maybe.
0: I, uh, I I had it in my house, and we had I had some people ask if they want to come over and play it. And in, like, one second, there's this guy that nobody likes, and this this guy got so good at it, right? In, like, the first time he played, and nobody could compete with him. And, uh, I mean, we already all kind of universally dislike this guy. And uh, he just just got, like, amazingly good at the game. And it's like, oh, okay. And uh, that was it. So it's like... I never saw that in a game before. I literally never saw that in a competitive game. You know, it's just I never saw it. And Shouldn't then suddenly, that be the case
3: though? I mean, if one guy, if one person is just simply I better, guess. you should be able to convincingly beat all the not less good people. I guess maybe, so. This is this is when I at it.
0: when I make fun of uh, games like Out Foxies for being like a slinky or Mario Kart for having the rubber band, uh, and then you have a game like Samurai Gun that doesn't have that in there. It's got that purity. It's like. You know, you can kinda ruin a party that way. But hey, True. you know. I guess if you're a I mean, that's what it all is about anyway. I mean that's that's the danger of making a competitive game is you you know, make a game that somebody's gonna be better at and it's gonna do something with your little tiny social politics circle or whatever. Anyway.
1: Yeah, man, I had a I had a I had just a briefly I had a problem with that when I was showing gun sport at an event. And these two bro dudes came up and figured out – there won't ultimately be a perfect strategy because the game is very early, but they figured out a nearly perfect strategy for winning. And they they were having a fantastic time, but it was crushing all my dreams.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if we were doing a list of the best games to play at a party, this would be a very different list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we might want to do that someday.
1: Yeah, well, party uh, games.
2: And, and, yeah, best games to play at a party. Uh, our next bracket is Nidhogg versus Starcraft Brood War. Oh
0: man, Starcraft Brood
2: War.
3: Yeah, that is that is the intercredit Starcraft choice. If if, if I know the intercredit community, which I kind of do a little bit, not really. Jum jum. But yeah, Brood War is, is weird because it's still, people, a lot of people still talk about that, like that was like the heyday, like all the yeah. StarCraft mm-hmm. purists out there who really love Brood War. Nobody I don't really... vote,
2: nobody who sent in a vote sent in a vote for StarCraft. It was always StarCraft Brood War. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, that makes That's, sense. That
0: is interesting. I guess that makes sense.
3: I mean, it was pop. It was like the the most played tournament version for a really long time before StarCraft Two came out. So it got a lot of the following there. I don't know that much about Brood War though, to be honest. I really most of my experience is just with StarCraft Two, but I am just gonna retroactively
1: assume it was really good and cool. Yeah, I <laughs> but, did not play Brood War myself, so uh, I
0: I only played Brood War in a uh, in
1: Korea. But I'm gonna say that. Given what I know about StarCraft, and given the fact that everybody voted for Brood War, we're (laughs) probably going to go with this over Nidhogg, because uh, StarCraft has so many... It's got all those systems in it, and it's... Brood War, uh, so far as I know... Like, StarCraft was was basically designed to be an eSport, Um but Brood War definitely was. It was once they yeah. realized, like, this is happening now. This is the thing that we're doing. Uh, Brood War was, was was what resulted from that. And, yeah. And Nidhogg was... I remember liking it more when I was uh, playing it at events and things. They changed yeah. some stuff. That's what I was going to say, the same exact thing. Original
3: Nidhogg, no quarter Nidhogg. Yeah, the very I guess kind of the pretentious hipster version of Nidhogg to like, but it, I liked it more too. It was a lot uh, more about the footsies and moving the yeah. sword up and down, and uh, a lot yeah. less about dive kicks and sweeps, which kind of make it a very different feeling game. I really liked the original Nidhogg a lot. That was at Quarter yeah. NYU for a few years, and uh, I like the version that's out now too. Don't get me wrong, but I just like
1: it less than the, the very first version. Yeah,
0: I like I like Hog a lot, but uh, I I. Kind of want it to be sharper and harder. Yeah, know? they
1: diluted the purity of it and uh, a little yeah. bit, which I think I think makes it a bit more of a fun lull time for for people in in the general sense. So, in terms of having a popular game, it's probably better that way. But in terms of what what we're currently ranking the competitive esports, and so I think that uh, Brood War is going to go above above it for for that reason of of the the kind of noodliness, and also there's the spawn point problem, uh, where sometimes you'll just spawn in a place where you will die because there's a guy running toward you with a sword, and uh, yeah. catching up with people is weird and hard and stuff. It, they had, they gave themselves some difficult problems to solve, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead
3: and also say StarCraft Brood War is definitely my choice here. Even though I think Nidhogg's a cool, fun game, StarCraft Brood War is sort of like the eSport that defined defined eSports for a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the one that we would be attempting suicide over over uh, instead of Nidhogg. Y'all read that story about the uh, League of Legends player? Yeah, yeah,
0: that was a sad story. Oh yeah, I saw that. Alright. StarCraft Brood War, man. I, I'm going to go ahead and say I like that game. It's a good, clean game. Good, clean, solid game. I played it and lost a lot in Korea. And I won a couple times. That's the
2: end of my Brood War story. Okay. Is it different playing competitive games in Korea than it is in America?
0: Oh, I have a well, story about no, that. I, played
2: it, I played it in some Korean land cafes,
0: uh, which are basically the coolest places to hang out in, in Korea. And they were in the early 2000s. And uh, that was all I did was sitting there playing Starcraft. I'm
1: go Yeah,
0: I had no idea what I was doing most of the time. Uh, well, and then until suddenly I did. I mean, I'd played Age of Empires," and uh, me and my, uh, my Korean girlfriend played uh, Age of Empires on LAN uh, in my house against each other. We played uh, Warcraft against each other, and uh, we played a little bit of Starcraft. We had a good time. So I mean, I had some practice, and then, but then going and then playing against some kids that I knew in the area, and then playing it online. But then, in the Korean LAN cafes, it was kind of nuts because uh, I I was like, oh, some people are like really good at this. But I don't know, RTSs are more fun to play against people who are really good than, uh, say, FPSs are.
1: The end. I'm I'm gonna Brenda? save my I'm gonna save my Korea story for when we get back around to Street Fighter three.
2: Okay. Uh, in that case, our next bracket is what I've been looking forward to. Uh Pong versus Team Fortress Two. <laughs> Team Fortress Two.
1: <laughs> that is hilarious. Pong uh, is uh, <laughs>
3: Pong that's...
0: is dirty, that's all. It's it's not perfect. It could yeah. be. But I mean it is it is perfect design wise. But uh there's just there could be a couple little more things in it.
3: I was gonna say it's kinda of boring. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it is kind it's of boring. Very real. It, There's yeah, some I mean, stuff gotta, you could you could tweak around in it and make it really good, but it, it doesn't up. actually yeah. do any of that stuff. There needs to be a Pong Championship edition, just like Pac Man Championship edition, god darn it.
1: I was playing uh have you have you played Fadi's Pong game?
0: Yeah, yeah, his secret one. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, thought was, I thought it was a secret one.
0: Yeah, the uh, secret one. He's shown it in a couple <laughs> of uh, he, a couple, of, it a couple some of secret place. places. Yeah,
3: that's true. That's true. He's
0: shown it some non secret places, but uh yeah, I think the place. Where did you did you play it in New York just recently? I did, yeah, I did. Did you play it in the uh, in the uh, the pr- uh, private party thing? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, then you then you uh, played a secret game, is what you played. Play <laughs> yeah, a game that, well, you know,
1: I I don't think uh, I don't think just saying it exists is the worst thing. Yeah, I haven't you, I haven't you, said you, what all it does. You had it showing at
3: practice at a TV on the. He own. did. He did. So it's definitely known to exist.
0: Yeah. But uh, it's known to exist. But where? I don't know. Who knows where it exists? Yeah, right.
1: nobody knows that. that find it. if you want
0: it. If you want to find it, et cetera. Yeah, I, I played that one. I like that one. Yeah, I like uh, that a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: I uh, me and what Porter made a there? we made a pong-like game, and uh, it was really fun uh, when you played it on the TV with controllers. But uh, then we ported it to the iPad, and it was really boring.
3: I feel like I would enjoy watching the best pong players in the world face each other a lot for like a ten-minute video over yeah. if someone sent me but yeah. I would not probably want to watch it more than a couple of times
0: ever no. yeah exactly exactly we had a pretty good yeah, our, our own thing. thing was pretty fun with the with two analog sticks and two controllers it was actually pretty fun and yeah. I feel like there's a lot more you can do with that but you know who knows yeah but yeah anyway it's not better too. Is the that's what we right yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That game's really good. That
0: yeah, game's still got, really good. It's got the character classes and then yep. it's got the good good clean level designs. And yep. uh that's that's the one thing. It's uh it's got that good clean level design aesthetic that uh, a lot of people uh, I don't know. What what was a lot of uh hmm, so some people play Team Fortress, some people play Call of Duty, right? <laughs> is that is really goes so, <laughs> so so far, they're good yeah that's that's about right isn't it so <laughs> team fortress is for uh for what kind of person A kid who had an n64 and uh, now then you know he was two years four years old and had an n64 and golden eye and then he decided he was going to be one of those guys who talks about why pc games are better is that who team fortress is for because I'm, I'm okay with that i don't i don't judge those people i think I think Team Fortress 2 is a beautiful game. It's a very well-made, very nice game. The end. Yeah. That's it.
3: Yeah, I guess okay. that's kind of who it's for, or people who played uh, who just liked, who liked Valve and PC games already. They wanted the yeah those, the definitive those as well source, you know, team multiplayer shooter that had not just the fact that like the the, the I mean. I guess some people say that there are only a few classes or roles that are that are relevant nowadays. Uh, yeah. I don't know what those roles are, but I know that people say that. What
0: are the, <laughs> oh my uh, yeah. Kevin Canson used to
3: be doing. a professional he used to be on a professional Team Fortress two team. I don't know if you know that guy. He's a game designer in New York. Oh I know that guy. And he used to be on a professional Team Fortress Two clan in New York and he used to say that like, only about a third of the of the roles are relevant. But I don't remember what they were, but he still played it a lot. So I Even though good. he
0: thought it was busted.
3: I mean, yeah, I think it doesn't need to have like every character doesn't need to be viable for the game to be a good competitive game.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I it's personally. It's broken into three attack, three defense, and three support classes. Uh, maybe there's one useful one in each class. Well, also a, there,
1: there's always the that thing that happens where where people are like, yeah, the, these are the these are the characters that are top tier and most worthwhile right now, and then someone uses gen to win evo uh, yeah. after that so that's a thing that happens uh, right the 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 prevailing knowledge is not always 100% correct it's
2: mm-hmm. true
0: yeah so yeah i mean i i personally would rather a game just have a one type of a character and then you just figure out what you're going to do that's that's how we designed video ball was there's just one one character, and uh, uh, in in our nomenclature, there's there's like four different positions you can play, but you can change them at any given time just by doing something different, so I, I don't know. And also, some positions don't exist unless somebody else is currently playing another position. I would rather a game be like that, which I guess is how something like Call of Duty can be, because it's just chaos, and it's a mess. And yes. People love it.
3: That's cool. I think it's kind of dry sometimes. I kind of like the uh, expressiveness that comes with all the different weird character types and play styles that you get.
0: Yeah. Oh, I enjoy that myself.
3: It should be less purely competitive, you know, to have, like, three different races in StarCraft, and it's, like, I'm sure it's really impossible for them all to be balanced in all these weird ways, but you really only have to get it close enough, and then, kind of like Brandon said, players sort of just figure out different ways to deal with all the different differences over time, and it keeps the game alive and, and interesting for longer.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Here's our so, next yeah. bracket. Team Fortress 2.
2: Yeah, TF2. Team Fortress 2 it is. Our next TF2. bracket: Quake 3 Arena versus Super Smash Brothers Melee. Quake 3 Quake Arena. 3 Arena. Uh, Rob Meyer wants to say Smash Brothers doesn't
1: he? <laughs> I was going to say Super Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah. You're going to so you be use- outvoted on this, but go, uh, please explain why. Well, I
3: know almost nothing about Quake 3 Arena except that I've watched it a few times. I've never played it.
1: Oh I think baby!
3: Smash Brothers Melee is a really cool little game to play and watch.
0: Yeah, you I mean, were just talking about how it's impossible to have all these characters balanced and whatever, and some yeah. only certain characters are. I mean, Smash Brothers Melee is just this big old crazy, yeah. you know, giant basketball-sized ball of spaghetti. Yeah, of
2: all the one. games on this list, I'd say that Melee is the most fun to watch.
1: Also, Smash Brothers Melee is probably the game that is the most what it sounds like. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smashing Melee over time. Yeah.
0: Just smashing Melee. In Superly. Yeah.
1: And,
3: mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm just really excited about the way Melee has been, like, the last year and this year. You know, it's just announced that it's going to be at EVO again this year with support from Nintendo this time, so there's not really oh, any controversy. Somebody, left
0: there. somebody told them uh, that it would probably be a good idea, yeah. I guess. Um, I like Quake 3 Arena because Quake 3 Arena is so clean and so pure yeah. and so sweet and so beautiful, and it has it's, that snap, that stick, that crunch. It has all that stuff.
1: If we're talking about sharpness, then it wins that by miles. Uh, it doesn't. It does. It's it's not a game for lull times. It's a game for for hard times. Uh, yeah. And for hard times. I think. That, yeah. <laughs> for Charles Dickens's hard times. Yes, and I think that's that's better when we're talking about a a competitive a sport, um, and so, Smash yeah. Brothers. I just don't like how it feels. It feels it feels floppy to me. I'm holding this slinky right now. It feels like a slinky to me. Uh, floppy, not floaty. as much, not as much as uh, Out Foxes, but it is. You know, out, the inertia, More like outflopsies. Yeah, Ooh. that's kind of what makes it so amazing—is taking control of the
3: floppiness and the gooeyness. Yeah. So, so that's, so the that's one, why the people one love thing.
1: Dark Souls, which I hate. So,
3: well, yeah. I think it's a little different. I mean, Dark Souls has like a lot of other problems with. Playing, especially competitively, and the combat feels like so weird and and yeah. frustrating. and like the camera gets stuck in the wall and stuff all the time. Yeah. I love yeah. Dark Souls, but yeah, I got Middle has all those problems. Yeah, Dark Souls Melee. is a bunch
0: of computer programming gone wild. Is what that game is. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> computer uh, pr- computer programming on spring break.
3: Melee is more about just mastering. Like this, all the information is there, and you can see what's happening, and it's just like, but it's just all over the place, and you have to really finesse and reel it in and you're using yeah. this weird controller and it's kind of just amazing what these people have figured out with this sloppy And
1: Yeah, I understand that, that that is interesting and it is interesting people to me. People love it deck, sloppy. But the sloppiness does not does not appeal. Sloppy and floppy. Yeah.
0: So here's right. what I want to say about Quake 3 Arena. I was watching a stream of Titanfall just two days ago. Okay, this is um, this is a real story. Okay, this is the truth. <laughs> and... Uh, there, there was about this is a, this is a shinjitsu no hanashi. So yeah. um, there was a, a, Mukashi
3: Mukashi. Uh,
0: yeah, Mukashi <laughs> Mukashi. T- uh, two days ago, Mukashi. I was watching. Um, it was there was a stream that was like eighteen thousand people. And first of all, uh, I've realized that I hate most people who stream FPSs. I watched a lot of FPSs in the last week, and it's just like, oh yeah, dude, yeah, suck it, yeah. And it's like you can hear his microphone just clipping, suck it, yo, yes, yeah, suck it, you ate it, right? And so there's there's like 16,000 people watching this Titanfall stream where this guy's just shrieking. And there's yeah. like the chat is just streaming by, you know, and it's just, just chats are just flowing by like a god darn torrent, like a waterfall of chats. And it's like they're all just being like, yeah, 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 oh, he sucked it. They're just like repeating <laughs> what this guy said. He sucked it, yeah. And then the guy's like, oh, my God, I sucked penis on that shot. And some guy goes, yeah, you sucked penis, dude. And it's like that's that's like – and then people in the chat are repeating, dude, yeah, lol, you sucked penis. Just repeating exactly what the guy is saying. And then somebody pops in and is like, oh, hey. Uh, so, so this is Titanfall, huh? So a guy comes in trying to actually have a conversation. <laughs> this is Titanfall, huh? Really, really interested in checking it out. Haven't played an FPS since Quake 3 Arena. And there was a response not two seconds later, like, like in this torrent of chat. And I mean, I got my eyeballs on it. And I'm watching yeah. a guy play Titanfall, and he's got his Mountain Dew ads flashing on the screen. And you know, there's his face, and you know, he's flipping off the camera and being like, "Yeah, yo, yeah." You're, you got owned. And then I, I see this chat pop up, and I say, oh, somebody just mentioned Quake. And then immediately there's a reply, Quake is gay, is what the guy said, was the reply. And then the next reply, not a quarter of a second later, is Quake is so dead, is what the guy said. And that was it. So there you go. So That's the end of, uh, Quake, of my there, story about uh, Quake. So deal. I'm just seeing this flow by, I haven't played an FPS since Quake 3 Arena. Interested in taking a look at Titanfall. Quake is gay. Quake is so dead. Quake, oh, there you go. gay That's, and dead. That, yeah, Quake I, is gay and it's dead and I wouldn't have it any other way.
2: Yeah, because of how gay and dead it is, it advances to the semifinals. <laughs>
1: Uh-oh. Yes!
2: Who's I, dead, I, me or everyone
1: else? I'm, I am I can't hear nothing.
2: You're dead. Uh, I only recently learned that uh, the phrase suck it was coined by the World Wrestling Federation. Was it? There you go.
0: That's yeah. That's it was used
2: did. by okay. Generation X. It was kind of their catchphrase. Well, and that's what, was,
0: what
3: a bad catchphrase.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that, so. That's where it comes from. More like a catchphrase. Nice. Yeah. So mm. our final, our final quarterfinal. Uh, you'll be disappointed to hear that League of Legends is not in it. I received zero votes for League of Legends.
0: Whoa, really?
2: That'd be really. surprising. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, you know what that is? That's the case of the people who listen to our podcast just... And I'm going to apologize to you, Rob Meyer, because I know you've played this for hundreds of hours, right? Thousands, maybe. Thousands, maybe. So I'm going to apologize to you, and I'm going to tell you what it is. There's a lot of people who listen it. to our podcast who are just haters. That's it. I bet you Saturn Bomberman is going to be one of these two hey, games. Let me just
3: say my three favorite competitive video games have not been mentioned yet. So League of Legends is one of them. And I don't think that my other two are going to be these next two. What are the other two? Right. Shadowrun? Yeah, around? let's hear it. Shadowrun's not my top three. <laughs> let's hear it first. I was going to say Super Street Fighter IV Arcade Edition 2012. That's a good game. And uh, StarCraft 2. either probably Heart of the Swarm is better than Wings of Liberty most people think.
2: Yeah, HOTS. I like HOTS. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Our next match is Super Street Fighter IV Arcade Edition versus <laughs> Virtua <laughs> Fighter 5 Final Showdown. Oh, oh man! I I'm was go Super Fighter Final Four Arcade
1: Edition. So would
0: uh, <laughs> I. Yeah, I uh, I want to say that the only game uh after mastering NBA Jam Tournament Edition that I tried to master was uh Virtual Fighter Four Evo, which I played a lot in arcades in Japan and had a really good time and got really, really, I would say, hyper competent at the game. But uh, I just kind of lost it with Virtual Fighter Five, and I'll admit that. It's just way more fun to watch Street Fighter 4, and yeah. I even want to say it's more fun to watch Street Fighter 4 than it is to watch any of the other Street Fighters, yeah. Street Fighter 3 or 2. It's definitely a better game.
1: Yeah, it's really entertaining. It's amazing. It, they got that. Uh, they worked on the the weird character expressions and the the drama of it, which I think helps a lot. Yeah. And and it's you know it's it's good to play. It feels fluid. They I don't know, they, they... There are things that are better about other Street Fighters, but that one is just... Uh, it's the right combination of party times and excellent. Uh, you know, Yeah, I like both yeah, of it's
3: got It's just got amazing animations in it for, for all of it. Just the expression, the camera moves and the ultras and stuff. A lot of people don't like those camera moves so much when during the ultra combos of the supers, the camera like drastically changes angles and directions. But yeah, yeah it, I think it makes it... It, it's trying to make it exciting to watch, and they they did a, even more of that, I think, when in Super Street Fighter 4 after just normal Street Fighter 4, mm-hmm. uh, especially with like yin and yang and all these like crazy over the top characters with these ganajan supers that just go on and on, and the crowd can chant along with the supers. And yeah. I think they kind of realized what they had, and and were per- pushing you know to balance it, but not you know patch it too often. Like that game is patched like less than once a year, pretty much. Mm-hmm. and uh it's got all this amazing animation and so fun to watch and play and you know they changed the inputs a lot in Super street Fighter four to make it or in Street Fighter four to make it a little bit easier It's input yeah. the shoryukens, and the uh the dashes and all that good stuff than the previous ones and but at the same time, I don't think anyone's really saying that that sort of softened it or made it too easy or whatnot because it's just got all it it is really technical it might not be as technical as third strike, but I think it's it's still really, really technical and beautiful and it has a lot of room for sort of this expressive cool play like you watch these players like Sako who plays um Ibuki you know and they just like do these combos that almost like looked improvised on the go because there are just so many different ways to sort of juggle and cross up and do all these fantastic moves and you know there's a lot of million games of rock, paper, scissors and reading your opponent happening every round it's just a grand old time.
1: Also I want to say that on kind of the the meta level, I want to give Street Fighter four credit for uh, for opening it back up to people opening fighting games back up to people because when I was in Singapore and i I met uh, that guy Shen who won Evo yeah. uh, later I met him before he won and um, that's why when as soon as he got into the As soon as he was in the running for the finals, I was like, "I'm calling it right now. He's going to win Evo." And then, and then he did, and I felt really smart. But anyway, um, I was playing with I was playing with his friend, who uh, is the guy I know better, named Ramus. And Ramus was he was on the Mad Cats team for Street Fighter sometimes, and for uh, in in some of the Asian competitions. But mostly for Soul Caliber. But like he had not played a Street Fighter before Four. That was his first Street Fighter game. And that's neat. It, yeah, it's really cool because he was actually one of the top guys in Asia, and Four was the first one that he started with. And it was really a cool experience bringing him to an arcade in Singapore, and we played. Uh, CVS2. We played Capcom versus SNK2, and it was his, it was his first time playing the game ever. And uh, I beat him like a couple times, and then he's like, "I think I have figured out this game." And then he just was like, "So much better!" Like he, he just he picked it up because the he had learned his fundamentals from Street Fighter 4, and it did actually apply yeah. to the older games, and that That's, was cool.
3: That's really cool. That's not that different from my experience with Super Street Fighter 4. I had played the other fighting games, but I was never a fighting games player. Like, I was never someone who identified as a fighting games player or tried to get competitive at any of them before Street Fighter 4. And then I played Street Fighter 4 for hundreds of hours, and then later went back and played Third Strike and stuff when they did that re-release and at mm-hmm. friends' apartments and arcades and stuff, and was able to kind of beat people just using fireballs and shoryukens and spacing and stuff yeah. that I had learned from Street Fighter 4. Uh, so, that was kind of my gateway
1: fighting game as well. Yeah. So, hooray, I think Street Fighter 4
2: is probably going to get that one. Yeah, I think. I really thought you were going to put up more of a fight for Virtua Fighter, Tim.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I don't really. So, I, I didn't finish what I was saying earlier. Uh, uh, so, Vir- I mean, Virtua Fighter 4 EVO uh, kind of clued me into the fact that Virtua Fighter was definitely the right way to make one of these games. And uh, Yu Suzuki himself said uh, at the time he was working on the original Virtua Fighter that he could foresee a future where Virtua Fighter was a sport and people gathered in an arena to watch people play it, right? And uh, that was like he actually put that into words in 1993 that that there was going to be a future where. People are going to play fighting games in arenas, and people are going to cheer on their favorite players of fighting games. And uh, I mean, that was already post Street Fighter Two, and he was he was looking toward major scale competition in fighting games uh, when Street Fighter Two technically wasn't. Uh, Street Fighter Two started really getting into it with the uh, Turbo. They were they started thinking about tournaments and all that, but uh, well, I guess Championship Edition sorta, but uh, so. Like Virtua Fighter was definitely, to me, I, I really like the subtleties of it, and I really, really like the flow of it. I like how uh, combos are all about timing, and timing is all intuitive from like the flow of an animation, because the game has so much animation, because it's in 3D, and it's sort of physics-y, and stuff is moving. And Virtua Fighter 1 to 2 to 3 to 4 kept making these advances, and then 5 was, you know, better, but they They got too tech and there's stuff they could have done to make it entertaining to watch uh just a whole lot of little stuff that could have got done and instead they wanted to keep it this uh kind of pure realistic looking experience and as far as I'm concerned, it just i don't know they didn't they didn't really you know nut up on
1: it they didn't pro up yeah it didn't it didn't uh, five did not evolve the genre in the same way that something like Street Fighter did. Uh, yeah. Street Fighter 4 did. Which is too bad yeah. because they probably had the capacity to do that. Uh, it just They weren't thinking about it that kind of a way.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, that brings mm-hmm. us back around to our semifinals. Uh, oh, our first yeah. semifinal match is Street Fighter 3 Third Strike versus NBA Jam Tournament Edition.
1: Oh, man. So, well, I'm going to tell my Street Fighter 3 3rd Strike Korea story now. Okay, which, go for
2: it. Which is that
1: I I went to... The first time I went to Korea, uh, I was hanging out with this dude named Mad Cat, has no relations to Mad Cats. who was making a 2D fighting game by himself. And he was a really strange dude... Uh, he was extremely socially awkward, but I was the only person in the world covering the development of his video game, so he was very excited about <laughs> me. Uh, Mad Cat. Mad Cat. And that game I don't think ever came out, but I wanted to go to an arcade, and he's like, okay, I know where there is one. And we we had to go like way south, and he couldn't remember where exactly it was because he'd only been there uh, uh, like once... Uh, uh, several years ago and he uh, asks some people and we finally get there and it turns out it's this tiny arcade like the size of an American living room. Maybe maybe a a suburban American living room. So a pretty big living room let's say. And they had five games in there total but multiple cabs of each. They had Street Fighter 3, some Gundam thing, Tekken Tag Tournament, KOF 98, um, and one other thing that I don't remember, Soul Calibur, I think. And that was all they had, and it was just all really hard dudes playing these games in, in giant rows next to each other. And they had a guy in the middle with a camera up above who was swiveling it around at the action and being like, ah, oh, this guy's doing something right there, and he, he was commentating from this camera from above and streaming it and everything. Uh, which was pretty great. And so I decided, all right, I want to try to play something, but the KOF 98 machine, which I would have been best at, was uh, one side was busted. Only the other side worked. And uh, there was just a dude practicing combos on the other side that I would never have been able to beat anyway. So I sat in front of a Street Fighter Three machine, and I started using Ken, and I'm not that good at Street Fighter III. Um, I haven't I haven't played it as much as I should have, And he was just completely wiping the floor with me, and uh, I think he was using Q, actually. And he was... I was just getting ruined every time. And then I remembered that the one... the time that I had really actually tried to play Street Fighter 3, I mean, Third Strike, was... I used Elena. And so, on my last death, I switched over to Elena, and I actually beat the guy. And... And uh, like the guy with the, with his camera is like, "Whoa, oh, we got an American who beat the who beat the champ over here!" And I'm like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" And then and then, dude switched over to Goki, and then I got like barely any hits in after that. But it was like that one the one breakthrough where I was like, "Oh yeah, this was the character that I played with," and then I was able to actually push through. It was uh, it was a great feeling, it, like. In 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 a competitive game where you can lose ninety five percent of the time, but that one win that you get overshadows everything else. That's that's a sign of a really good uh, competitive game, in my opinion. So, so you're I'm gonna vote for, for third strike. strike. Yes. Tim? Yeah. Um. I I
0: mean, I really like NBA Jam Tournament Edition, but it's not like you can really play it with too many people you know and, and also because of what they ended up doing to NBA Jam the EA NBA Jam that came out recently being so bad uh, I mean being just atrociously horribly noodly and stupid uh, and, and insipid and uh, dumb uh, I would just say I would give it to Street Fighter because uh, NBA Jam ruined its own uh, legacy that's sad Eh, that
2: is a good what reason. I would say. How about you, Robert? Power?
3: I would also give it to Street Fighter Third Strike. I think it's just it's too good looking and good playing for uh. Yeah, for I me think I uh, want to give it to it.
0: Yeah, it looks real good. I think it has some of the best character designs and colors and stuff. And yeah. uh uh, I I saw like a comment on Kotaku or something when they had announced like like there was like they were talking about. One of the expansions to Street Fighter Four, and they're just like, "Oh, there's this character." And then somebody was like, "Why are they putting Street Fighter Three characters in here?" That game ruined my childhood. (laughs) And it's like, "Wow, (laughs) it ruined your childhood because they decided to be a game with characters that just looked cool." I mean, you know, whatever. Anyway, let's go to the next one.
2: Uh, I'd like to apologize first for getting the nomenclature wrong. These are the quarterfinals. Oh yeah, the, the the QFs, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Our next match is Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo versus Dota 2. Oh, man. I think Dota 2 is
0: better. Uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. There's too many goddarn Street Fighters on here. You should have just put Street Fighter 4 on and left the others off.
1: Super Street Fighter 2 has a lot of great... It's got the great fundamentals and stuff, but it feels old. For yeah. one thing, it just does feel... and it's slow. And as we have uh, established, you can learn the fundamentals from the other ones, and that would be the main reason I would want to keep it on here. And so I think we can give it to Dota Two. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I
3: think Street Fighter Two is really important historically for competitive video games. Probably one of the first good ones. Uh yeah. But Dota Two is one of the good ones now.
0: It's yeah. one of the good ones now. Uh, and in honor
3: of League of Legends. Yes, yeah, right, un- unvoted right. for Comrade, Dota, brother, Dota, I'm yeah. going to
2: get Dota, Dota, Dota 2. Dota 2 is, is League of Legends' brother. Yeah.
0: Dota 2 is, uh, is pretty sweet. Uh, And uh, there's no use being a hater. You know, check it out. It's free to play. Just I mean, because... I just
3: think Street what? Fighter 2 is like the first uh, or fighting, you know, the first really good fighting game maybe. Maybe there are other ones. That I might be a new but the first really yeah. good fighting game and Dota it, it Two is yeah. like the the latest iteration of the MOBA, which is just such a cool little thing that you know yeah. is sort of like the folk game that evolved from the people modding real-time strategies, yeah. strategies, and then making you know mod after mod. And you know, Dota Two. I mean, Dota 2's relation to Dota is is whatever, but like the spiritual successor of that genre, it's just kind of such a cool little uh, thing to have be an eSport. And so I really like MOBAs for that reason.
0: Yeah, I think MOBAs are sweet. And, I, I uh, want, also, I want the thing about what
2: I want to object to your uh, uh, to uh, the idea of only putting one Street Fighter game on this list. I think Street Fighter is a big enough thing that it's worth discussing. Oh yeah, in of two, three. I, mean, and I
0: guess I guess it is, but yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: No, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna subscribe to that. But in this case, I'm a, I'm I'm agreeing with this this uh, pairing. But yeah, uh, I think we could have okay
0: just said that. Street Fighter. And, nah, uh, nah. Like, no, I don't, it as, so. I don't.
1: think so. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, we could rank the yeah. best Street well, Fighter as a separate thing, but uh, yeah, that could be a few that
0: things. would that would.
3: We could uh, just rank uh, the best
1: first of Street Fighter too.
0: Yeah, I, I mean here's anyway. the thing. Here's my thing with Street Fighter is uh uh they made Street Fighter two, and then they made another version of it where where you can play as the bosses who were just really kind of. Floppily, lopsidedly, unbalanced, and uh, kind of stupid, and uh, there's uh, no real reason to play as most of the characters. And then they they made a third version where they're like, "Hey, you can still play this game if you make it five times faster." That's something they just never thought of, you know. And you know, that's just to me, that's weird. That's all. It's just, uh, you know, what what else was going on there while you're while you're making that game? You know, what were what were you guys doing? How many smoke breaks were you taking an hour? You know, this is the sort of thing I wonder. And it's just uh, they they got real smart and good at making those games. But uh, I mean, Street Fighter Four is the good one. You know, I mean, what are you gonna say? I mean, it's it's I don't know. It's got all the thought process instead of little pieces of the thought process in it.
1: I guess that's true. Uh, anyway, so, I'm okay with two being on yeah. the list.
0: Yeah. It's got a full brain. We're going well, with
2: Dota 2 here, though, right? Yeah, we're going. Yeah, with we're going yeah. Dota 2. Oh, Dota 2, definitely. Our next match is StarCraft Brood War versus Team Fortress 2. Uh,
1: that's a tough one, oh, yeah. Team Fortress 2 War. I would
0: say you'd put that StarCraft StarCraft Brood War in there.
1: Yeah, I would yeah. say you got to go with the StarCraft. I agree. I think I mean, we're I, we're we're generally here arguing arguing toward. The technical, right, and uh, I, and and the purity of mechanics is. I, I feel the way that this list will ultimately wind up going, and so we may as well just give that this particular matchup to StarCraft for well, that I tried reason. to
3: put melee on the list, but you guys were uh, didn't want
0: that. <laughs> no, StarCraft.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know so much about
0: like it being more about technicals and mechanicals, but uh, I mean, there's just something about uh, internet play FPS's, yeah. That's all. It's just uh, there's there's just something about it that that is kind of kind of I mean,
3: iffy. To me, Starcraft two is like, or Starcraft in general, and kind of RTSs. But we're talking about Starcraft Brood War right now. It's like beyond technical. It's actually like acrobatic and like insanely physical. The things they yeah. do with their hands, like they're actually people who have trained this weird physical thing with their hands that I can't even come close to physically doing. And if you watch the first person view of like what these players see as they're playing a StarCraft game, which you yeah. can sometimes see on casting or if they're streaming. It's just that alone is so beautiful and impressive, and they're you know, controlling all these things all across the map at once, and the camera is all over the place, and you know it's such a physical feat. It's so inspiring just on a level of, of watching someone do something amazing that most of these other games don't really have. I mean, they, I love watching these other games, and it's amazing, but I'm not amazed by how... The person is just able to keep all this in their head, and how the person is even able to execute what they're thinking. Yeah, they're being
1: athletes. Yeah,
0: it's an impressive game.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right. Next, our final uh, quarter final: Uh, Quake Three Arena versus Super Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition. Well, I guess you got to give it to Super Street Fighter Four Arcade
0: Edition there.
2: Yeah, darn straight.
0: It's
3: yeah, a good one. you do. Yep. If you guys want to see why Street Fighter Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition is the best, uh, Google uh, Spooky Rob Meyer versus Spore, and you can see me lose to this really good El Fuerte player, but I win a couple rounds, and uh, it's just like the best time ever uh, at the Spring Fighter Tournament, and you can just see everyone is having the best time ever, including me losing to this guy, and uh, it's a good time, and I feel like people don't have that good
2: a time at Quake Tournaments, but maybe I'm wrong.
0: Well, heck yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, heck yeah. Okay. I think that's all we really need to say unless anyone wants to put any arguments for Quake 3 Arena on the table. Nah. Okay. Uh, now to advance to our real semifinals uh, Street Fighter 3 Third Strike versus Dota 2. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm a little worried we might have Street Fighter versus Street Fighter, but I'm not afraid Street
0: of it. Street Fighter, I would say Dota 2.
1: Oh boy. I don't know.
3: No. I don't no. know. I kind of want to say Dota 2, but that's only maybe because I want to say Street Fighter 4 in the next matchup. So yeah, you know, I kind of know that I like Street Fighter 4 more than Third Strike, but maybe I yeah. should not be thinking like that right now. It's hard. To yeah, do I
1: don't know. It's 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 a difficult one. I'm having that same kind of brain thought right now.
0: I mean, I um, I sat down once uh, a couple years ago and I looked at it. You know I looked at Street Fighter like I'm I'm being serious here, you know. I mean I'm not I'm not like I'm not pulling this out of nowhere. I sat down and I looked at Street Fighter and I said, "Yeah, Street Fighter 4 is the good one." Is is what I ended up saying. You know, what I mean I loved those Street Fighter games, man. I played Street Fighter 2 in the arcade all the time. Got it at home and I played it at home. I I bought Turbo I mean, those games were $70 for the Super Nintendo. I mowed a whole bunch of lawns. I bought Super as well, you know. I had Street Fighter 3 on the Dreamcast. What? You know? But, uh, yeah. Street Fighter 4 is a good one. Street Fighter 3 is just... There's stuff in it that's messy. So,
1: unfortunately, I think just to be be true to myself, I'm going to have to say Street Fighter 3. Even though I know I would vote for Street Fighter 4 over it, just... Uh but I'm okay with being outvoted. I just I don't feel like I've had enough time with uh Dota two or MOBAs in general, aside from researching them uh to really say that I
0: As a uh as a person who's making video games, I think uh I think everyone making video games right now uh basically has to play Dota. Yeah. No, it's and true. And for League of Legends. I know. For uh, yeah. Risk, Irrelevant. For
3: Risk, the board
0: game. For <laughs> Risk, the board game. Risk is a terrible competitive yeah. game, by the way. For um, Risk, legacy. legacy.
3: Street Fighter Three is a lot better looking than Dota 2. I think Dota 2 oh, it's, looks uh, pretty gross. It's a beautiful, gross. beautiful looking game. Yeah, I think yeah. Dota 2 is pretty horrible and disgusting looking.
0: Um, oh, it's grody. It's Groda 2. Um, I like. Yeah. Heck yeah.
3: And, uh... Yeah, it's Grota 2 for sure. But there's something about MOBAs that's just so compelling. The team thing is awesome. Uh, The tournaments are way more fun when you get the personalities. And I like the positions that people play and sort of that whole, the development of that whole style. And I don't know, there's something just I really like about now having sort of the team based esport be such a big thing. And Dota 2 is kind of like the latest tautness in that. And it's a real good time to watch. And even though it looks gross and stupid. There's something uh cool about something about a game looking really gross and stupid but being really interesting and fun to watch and yeah that's something that a uh, good old Frank Lance used to, to tell me about all the time is kind of appreciating the irony between, between something that looks kind of dumb on the surface but is amazingly intelligent and complex and orchestrated underneath and it's kind of one of the reasons I like Dota too and League of Legends a lot.
1: Yeah it's true that we don't really have uh a whole lot of team sports going on here. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's it's very... This stuff is all very 1v1 heavy or deathmatch oriented. And yeah. Although, of course, Team Fortress, but yeah. uh, that's gone now. It's just so much more... Sl- I mean, yeah, Team Fortress
3: has, like, the roles and everything, but I there's something, like, almost, you know, soccer-like about... Uh, MOBAs with the different lanes and the positions that people tend to play and the, the and the rotation through it. And you kind of get oh you have your favorite player of this position and you have your favorite team and I just really like the whole sort of ritual and orchestration of the the team based tournaments. It's kind of a lot more fun to watch the people either you know celebrate their victory as a team or kind of lose as a team. I was at the uh, League of Legends Season Three World Championships in the Staples mm-hmm. Center and just that was such a good old time to watch. Even though that SK Telecom the Korean team just just dist- dismantled Royal. Uh, but it was just such a good time to watch and I think having 5 e 5 on stage kind of adds a lot to the drama yeah. and uh, interestingness of it. So I'm going I'm going with Dota 2.
2: Guys, Come before in. we move on to the next round, uh, we'll be right back after a short break. And we're back with the BCGOAT edition of the Insert Credit Podcast where we are determining, bracket by bracket, what the best competitive video game of all time uh, will be until a better one comes out. Maybe we'll do this again. Uh, th- uh, this is the last semi-final match. Uh, StarCraft Brood War versus Super Street Fighter IV Arcade Edition. Ooh.
3: Yeah, so Dota 2 is the on the other side of the bracket right now, right? Yes. Yeah. Dota
2: 2 is on the other side.
1: Gotcha. Um, I'm, I'm more entertained by... Uh, Super Street Fighter 4, it's, it's a lot easier to watch. Well, I guess it requires less athleticism and different parts of your brain, certainly.
2: Than
0: On the other hand, nobody plays Super Street Fighter 4 with a Philco keyboard or Astro A40 headphones. Yet. So, I think actually, there's something to be said well, go ahead, Tim. Oh, no, no, I'm, uh, I'm just, I was just going to say something stupid. Keep going. I was going to say, there's something
3: to be said for how easy it is to watch StarCraft, even though it seems hard. Like, like Street Fighter, it's easy to tell who's winning and losing because of the health bars and it's two characters hitting each other. But if you want to start, like, figuring out, like, the more advanced tactics, all of a sudden, like, the uh, sort of learning curve for having to, to be a better spectator is really kind of complicated and hard. And StarCraft can actually, like, see a lot of tactics without knowing that much about the game, just, like, by watching where people move their armies around, and it's kind of pretty easy to tell, oh, this person has more of these minerals, but less of these army units, and so they're going for economy, and, like, you can see strategies a lot easier watching StarCraft than you can watching Street Fighter, where it's really fast, and it's, I mean, it's less about strategies, I guess, and more about just, like, the, you know, micro-tactics, but... I think you can... StarCraft is surprisingly watchable.
1: I don't know if I totally agree there, because I think StarCraft has a higher... Well, they have a a much higher front end barrier to where it's like, uh, there are a bunch of icons, there are a bunch of different units, I don't really know what any of them do, and uh, this guy may possibly have more of this thing than that other thing, but now he's spent some of it, and I don't know where that went. So, you know, it's... it's I don't know. That's true. I don't
3: know if having a, a higher front-end barrier is something that makes me like it less as a competitive game, though.
1: No, I was just I, a- disagreeing yeah. with that particular yeah. Okay, statement. Yeah. yeah, the very front-end barrier
3: is higher with StarCraft, but to get to that sort of mid <laughs> to mid-tier level spectator understanding, I think it's actually... there's a lot to be said for how easy it is to watch StarCraft. Especially StarCraft 2. I don't really know that much about watching StarCraft Brood War, to be honest. Yeah, yeah,
1: so I think we might have another scenario where StarCraft Brood War is really cool, but pretty old. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, bit...
3: I don't think there's that many people who are playing StarCraft 2 now. Who? Well, I mean, there is still a Brood War community. It's kind of small. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone pretty much
1: accepts that uh, StarCraft 2 is where it's at. Yeah, it's the successor. So I think...
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be I'd be okay with putting the Street Fighter on there.
1: Yeah. Yep, I think that's what we got to do. So We're street, going to go ahead and put Street
2: Fighter right. 4
3: on there because it's the better version In of the current case, thing.
2: In uh, that a difficult decision was made, but that decision was made. Uh, Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition right. advances beyond StarCraft Brood War to our final match: Dota 2 versus Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition. That's a real
0: difficult one. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. I've certainly played more Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, but if you pretend Dota 2 is League of Legends, then maybe I've played them about even. But I'll have one more, <laughs> I have one more story about Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, which is. Uh, I forget what year it was, maybe 2012, or, like, in between Super and 2012, that I played that game every single day. And then I went on vacation for a week in August to a, to a place on a beach that didn't have Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition on it. And then when I came back, uh, I was so much worse than I was after just one week of not practicing and playing. Mm-hmm. And that was just, like, mind-blowing to me of how much worse I got at a video game after one week of not playing it every day. And I, like, basically... That was sort of the end of my trying to play Super Street Fighter Four competitively
0: because I had a very so similar very similar experience with Virtual Fighter Four Evo. Very similar experience. Yeah.
3: So that is amazing to me. I feel like if I went back to a MOBA, we'll say, could be Dota 2, could be League of Legends, that I would have a slightly easier time picking it up again. Although there is like I mean also maybe there's too much there's a lot of trivia in both of these games. Like you have to know like the ultra moves of a lot of different characters or, you know, the, the ultimates, or whatever you want to call it. Or In Dota, you kind of have to know all four abilities, five maybe with passives and items, for like so many different characters. The same is kind of true for Street Fighter Four. So, not sure who has the edge there, in terms of more or less trivia.
0: Yeah, you've got to look and see a lot in uh, both of those games. Street Fighter, yeah, I mean, man, yeah. The end. What?
1: Yeah, it's. I think ultimately this is a question of... Uh, team versus one on one. I think that's is, a big part of it. That is, is, is that is a part of it, yeah. And and that's that's a difficult choice to make. I know that for that my preference is toward Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition, but I don't know if that's objectively the right answer. I feel like the skills required are different. That's yeah, true. they are pretty different. Um, and the skills. For whatever reason, I respect the skills required for Street Fighter Four a little more uh, because it's it's a it 's a simpler interaction in a way in that it's it 's one other person and you have to you have to play with them psychologically and and mechanically at the same time whereas with teams it 's a bit more of a there 's a lot well there 's a lot more variance to that and so Street Fighter 4 being the simpler interaction, at least, kind of gives it the edge for me. Yeah. One thing I like about
3: uh besides that about Street Fighter 4 is I like uh, players sort of being able to identify with their characters a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much every pro-, pro Street Fighter player has, like, one character, and that's, like, part of their identity, their personality yeah. as a player. The thing about Dota and League of Legends is you kind of have to be competitive with every character of the role that you play. Right, like if you're the attack damage ranged uh, marksman type character, you probably play all of them. Like you know, there's a couple exceptions. Like there's this player Froggen in League of Legends who's kind of known for him playing this Anivia champion. But like really, there it's not about that. It's about like being good at all these like 30 different champions, and that's cool. But I kind of like the identity you get from having like yeah. Shen and is again, like how crazy is that? But that's yeah. kind of his personality. Or like Daigo insists on playing Ryu, even though he like publicly acknowledges that he thinks Ryu is not a top tier character because it like speaks to who he is. And mm-hmm. that gives like a really cool side to like the ritual and the players of Super Street Fighter Four that you don't get with MOBAs.
1: Yeah, I like the specialization. It's like it's like being being real good at three at free throws or something. Mm-hmm. You're still good you're still good at the at the game as a whole. But yeah. uh I, the, the analogy isn't isn't perfect, but you know what I mean there.
3: Yeah, it's like you get to express your skills through a character that kind of might be suits your skills, but also suits your personality and the way you like to showboat and stuff like that. I yeah,
1: mean, I I really like how, for example, when when Justin Wong practically invented the turtle style with with Lee, like the most aggravating sort of thing to fight against, where he's just He's gonna do a little damage. At you, uh, do a little damage, then sit back and wait for you. Wait for you to to get mad, and it's just infuriating. And another Justin Wong moment when uh, I forget what tournament he was in. He was against Daigo, and he was not doing well. And he or was it or, was it, or was it Justin Wong? When, yeah, when he switched to ball, no, Rock. it was like 2011,
3: I think. Yeah, and playing... it's just like,
1: what's he gonna do? He's switching to his his like his sub character. I've seen yeah. him play this before, but I don't know what's gonna happen. It was kind of cool though, because
3: Balrog, was like you know wearing the American flag costume. Yeah, and it was kind of like switching to the USA Pride little little thing, and it, all of a sudden he starts winning with Balrog out of nowhere. You know, he yeah. hasn't played Balrog the whole tournament, and then like there's this other. Let's just pile on the Justin Wong moments here. Sure. Uh, well, one quick one, I played Justin Wong at PAX East once and he destroyed me. That was sure. fun. Another time was uh, he was playing this tournament, I forget what tournament it was, in 2012 against a really good Fei Long player. Not like a top 10 player in the world Fei Long player, but a really good one. And he was playing Rufus, which is kind of his go-to character nowadays. Yeah. And so he got beat uh, by this Fei Long uh, in the first match. It was like a best of three. And he was like really frustrated and he switched to Fei Long in the second match and beat the <laughs> Fei Long player with Fei Long. Being like, you just beat me with some cheap Fei Long stuff. I'll show you how you play Fei Long. And then like switch to him and beat him. And you like can't really do that in a MOBA, yeah. but that I was mean, kind the, of the coolest thing.
1: And it's great. It's also great that you can have someone be obnoxious in that way. Like Justin Wong, sometimes you root for him and sometimes you're like, this guy is such a jerk. Uh, and it's great. Yeah. Like that, it, it allows you to express your personality through the way you play this game, and so I think uh, yeah. I think I might have to give it to Street Fighter 4 for that.
2: Yeah. I've been getting into uh, basketball for the first time uh, in the past couple weeks. Oh, uh, heck yeah. Let's make Walking that a best through.
3: competitive video game.
2: Uh, and well, NBA Jam Tournament Edition was on the list, uh, but. Uh, I'm in Miami, so I'm in the one place, uh, the Miami area, so I'm in the one place where it's acceptable to like the Miami heat.
1: The heat? Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. And uh, uh I- as I'm as I'm learning more about it, I learned that uh, the game is as much about the players and the personalities as it is about the craft. It's about Dwayne Wade. It's about Chris Bra- Bosh. It's about LeBron James. And uh, I under and it's this uh, there's this drama and story to it that uh, you get with a game like Street Fighter. You get with the Person like a Justin Wong, and you don't really see in a MOBA where you have to switch between 30 people, or certainly not a StarCraft. Uh, and I feel like uh, that, and is what makes uh, the Street Fighter games a lot more watchable than the others. That it has that human element you can connect to. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's true. The team I, thing, wanna, I really like that, but it makes the, the sort of autonomousness or you know, of the one player stand out a little bit less. It becomes a little bit more ambiguous from the whole team. It's harder for a team to have a personality than a single player.
2: Right.
0: So uh I want to say that my, my Street Fighter story is I played against Daigo once in Japan and uh, I hit him a couple times. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> That's, that's about what you story. can do. <laughs> that's that's the end of that story. I hit him a couple times. And it's like, the whole time it's like me and Stabo were just kind of standing there watching him play. He played at an arcade, and he was playing at this arcade in Shinjuku. And uh, Nishispo is the name of the arcade. He's just playing there. And we were just watching him like beat a bunch of dudes, and a bunch of dudes were like, yeah, it's I don't play against this guy. And they're just getting in there and playing against him. I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a shot, you know. I I played a slot machine in Las Vegas once. It's about the same thing, uh-huh. and uh, it's like can't really say I learned a whole lot from it, but it was cool. You know, I'm like, uh-huh. I could I could do that a couple more times, maybe against somebody. I, don't know, I played a lot of Street Fighter in the arcades in Japan. It's 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 neat. It's neat how easily. They they reconciled it's it's you know to go back to a game such as the Out Foxies uh, the Out Foxies where they just made it noodley and amusement like so that people could just plunk a quarter in well a hundred yen which is more like a dollar uh, they could just plunk a dollar in back in the nineties and and play this game and have a real carnival ride of a time no matter what your skill level was with Street Fighter they're like you're gonna have a carnival ride of a time you're gonna get guaranteed at least thirty seconds a minute of, of play here, maybe a little bit longer, and they keep it tense, and they keep it skilled, and they positioned it toward this paper per play uh, but they kept it hard, and they kept it straight and true, and uh, I like that about it, and uh, it kind of speaks back to the whole arcade thing, and you know, NBA Jam, you used to have a, you play NBA Jam Tournament Edition in the arcade, and if you're losing at the end of the half, I don't know if anybody ever played this in the arcade. If you're losing at the end of the half, you you got to pay to keep playing. You know, the loser's yeah. got to keep paying. So it's like that's weird. So when you're just talking about honesty and straightforwardness, and it's me with something like Dota, with something like uh, League of Legends, I just I, I'm just suspicious and on edge of uh, anything that is. Uh, where you're allowing the game design the game designer to influence uh, the, the way the game ends up being a product, you know, the way the way it ends up being a thing of commerce uh when you have any any kind of any microtransaction at all attached to a game. I mean Team Fortress is real good about it, but you know, how good, I don't know. I got tens of thousands of words to say about that. But uh there's uh yeah, I just I just get suspicious of of anything with microtransactions attached to it where you, you're you creating different compulsion loops and you're just keeping purity out of it and I would just want to go ahead and say you know gun to my head Street Fighter uh, should win because I just I like that I like the purity of it yeah, even, yeah. You know, I would uh, even, even that's I was going to say I would also vote for Street Fighter 4
3: I mean I really really love MOBAs but I think Street Fighter 4 is probably one of my favorite video games, if not my favorite. And uh, competitive video games, still my favorite to watch, still my favorite to play with friends. I can't play it online anymore because it makes me uh, want to cry and I hate myself when I do it. But I sure do love watching <laughs> people are it and heck watching I to play online. I mean, I just, it's like the thing. Playing uh, League of Legends or Dota 2 online, you know, people are going to talk to you and tell you how bad you are and all this other stuff. And somehow that bothers me much less than... Just losing to someone in Street Fighter Four who I don't share any words with. To me sort of the anonymous exchange of uh of skills is is so much more heartbreaking when you're the end than with a real person. But yeah, that's, uh, I've uh, been yeah, playing, Super Street Fighter Four, that's my
0: answer. I've been playing that Titanfall for a week or so and uh yeah, I mean it's just complete deadly silence. It's just dead silence and you're just getting you're getting pwned. Like three times a second, and you mostly have no idea what you're doing wrong. Uh if you're not a pro, you uh you blow. If you're not a pro, you gotta go, is how it is in, in those those sorts of online action games. With those MOBAs, man, yeah. People people hang out with those games. It's a it's a legitimate hangout.
3: Yeah, I love playing know? MOBAs with my friends.
0: Brandon, it's you a- we should play League of Legends sometime. Just so yeah. Do it after GDC, the magical
3: uh,
2: time where everything gets done. If this was League of Legends against Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, would you vote the same way? I probably would.
0: Uh, I would. I would as well. Yeah, my think, my opinion about MOBAs is that the uh, the genre is only kind of begun. Would you agree with yeah. that, Rob Meyer? Uh, probably not. Not yeah. really. Not not really only begun. Okay, maybe not begun. <laughs> begun, but. There's going to be much, much better. They're going to get a lot better.
1: Yeah, there's there's know? still a road ahead there. Yeah, I was kind
3: of really high on uh, League of Legends and Riot like six months ago. And now there's, I don't know, I used to think that like the patching like twice a week thing was really cool. It was kind of this living, breathing organism of a thing that was, you know, not afraid to get in there and just be aggressive and change everything all the time. And there was something unique about that compared to all the other games. But now it's kind of driving me insane, so... Um, and they're starting to like, do all these really weird things where, like, the middle turret for the first eight minutes has more armor than the top turret, but the yeah. middle and bottom turrets have more armor than the top turret. It's, like, not even symmetrical. It's just, like, this... Like because this one team did this one thing a few times where they stormed this turret, they just gave just that turret a few more armor for the first eight minutes and they're they're just kinda out of control, I think. But I, <laughs> so, yeah, I used to think that like League of Legends was gonna be it. That was gonna be like the best MOBA and it was gonna be like the legacy of the genre and it's gonna be like StarCraft and it's gonna last for like twenty years. But now I'm starting to think maybe it's not gonna be it, but there is gonna be some other great MOBA.
0: Let's yeah, I I think I think MOBAs are a a really really excellent excellent genre and that it's going to happen, you know. Somebody needs to make the halo of MOBAs. I I'm not even going to say what I mean by that because hey, I, don't, I don't want anybody to like uh, steal my brain cuz I'm a uh, Rob Meyer. I'm thinking uh, professionally about MOBAs a lot in the past couple of uh, months cuz uh I thought this is what I thought I was playing video ball, and I thought, what if I made a MOBA? And then I kept playing video ball, and then I, I thought, what if I made a MOBA again? And then I was like, oh, man, and I got an idea. So just, that's the end of that story. So in, what I want to say about competitive games, I think that the best ones that uh, it's only now with in the in the age of Twitch and YouTube and Twitter. I, I don't know why Twitter in there, You know, it's only now in the age of Twitch and all that and League of Legends that they're going to start getting really, really good. I think competitive games are – the competitive games of um,
1: – <laughs> Something just happened there. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah.
3: The competitive games of tomorrow are going to be great is what he was going to say.
2: Yeah. yeah, so we could Not do this again TV, like yeah. – we could do this again, like, five years from now, and the list could be completely different with yeah. games uh, you've never heard of. Hoker is going to
3: be number one five years from now. Yeah? Just, just putting that out there for a
2: pros. Are Are you sure Hey Lobo won't be up there? I think uh, Hey Loba
1: is going to be up there. The Hey is
3: hey Lobo. about, like, greeting a wolf, right, in Spanish? Yeah,
1: he said Hey Lobo, but he meant Hey Lobo, the, the Halo MOBA. Yeah. Oh,
3: uh, Hey Lobo. Hey, comma, space, Lobo is a game I want to play. Yeah, I'd yeah. Play that game.
2: All right. the game where you hang out with tertiary Superman villains uh, sorry oh, super, super <laughs> super. <laughs> this, is, this has been the Because Goat or the because, the Before Christ Goat where we have decided that Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition is the best uh, competitive video game uh, to this date of uh, what's today's date something in 2014 March It's March, March 13th Okay, March March 13, 2014. Uh, that, that's I, will, our I show. have one final
3: question. A Super okay. 4 Arcade Edition 2012? I think we should just say that to be clear, even if that wasn't what was written.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's... yeah okay. Uh, Tim, you're back.
2: All right. Uh, you can send in your questions to uh, podcast at com. You could follow our stream Hello. on... Uh, Pod on uh, podcast.insertcredit.com or on iTunes or we have a new uh, Twitter feed uh, courtesy of uh, one of our listeners uh, at insertcreditpod each of us has a Twitter account that you can follow as well I'm at Alex Jaffe, Brandon's at Necrosofty, Tim's at 108 I'm sorry. Uh, what is your uh, Twitter handle? It's
3: I tried at, to set you up for it, Jeffy, in the in the chat. It's at yeah. Rob Meyer Seven at Rob Meyer
2: Seven.
3: R O B Yeah,
2: I, I was busy trying to remember your name because <laughs> I, that was name. Wow. Yeah. wow, yeah, yay! Yeah, okay. a pleasure <laughs> to be here. <laughs> listen, <laughs> did I, I, listen, I love you, Robert Meyer, and I hope we can have you back soon. I'm just not great with names. Uh, you can uh, join our Facebook.com Facebook. slash Podcast, And uh, that's pretty much going to do it for us until, I think, two weeks from now? Isn't GDC... Yeah, uh, GDC is gonna away.
1: just kind of pretty much kill it because Frank and I can't come. So
2: yeah, so two weeks from now we'll have episode eighty-two and we'll talk all about GDC. It's gonna be great. Well, we'll talk a little about GDC. I'm Alex Jaffe. Uh, I'm, I'm Tim Sheffield. Rogers. Yeah, okay. I'm Mob Rhyer. Yeah. Bob Breyer. And now you're playing with podcasts. Podcasts over. Yeah. I type on
0: this uh, this Philco keyboard, which I like, and uh, the uh, the Philco keyboard was first uh, – I mean, okay, so Japanese – it's a Japanese-made keyboard, and Japanese is a really difficult language to type, so uh, Japanese computer – I mean, it's not like the, the most difficult, but Japanese dudes who are, are really obsessive about typing and computer stuff were really big on Philco, and uh, – Korean is, on the other hand, one of the easiest languages to type. So there's this sort of weird power balance that happened uh, where the Philco is this this legendary keyboard in Japan, and, and then suddenly Korean people are like, so this is the best keyboard invented by people who have the hardest language to type. Well, Chinese is probably harder. It is harder. Uh, and they're like, if we start using this, since our language is the easiest to type, then we'll be like the best typists in the world. And then those guys all went on to become StarCraft professionals. So that's the story of the Philco brand keyboard.